0: Okay, it's so Becky, welcome. Wait a second, we have to do a thing. I'm going to start doing a new thing on the podcast. Oh, Christ. Welcome to episode 45. Really? Now everybody, <laughs> now everybody knows what episode <laughs> it is. <laughs> episode
1: 45. Okay. <laughs> welcome to episode 45 yeah. of Homo Dojo podcast. We have Becky here with us. How are you doing, Becky?
0: Yeah, good. Good to see you both. Becky is an HDK HDKI Karatika from somewhere
2: in England? Somewhere in England. Right, right down at the bottom, the best bit.
0: The bottom one <laughs> <laughs> from the bottom of England.
2: And yeah, way down from the, of the
0: England has indeed. Would you say England has a very lovely bottom?
2: It's not bad. It's not a bad view from here.
0: Yeah.
1: Very <laughs> <laughs> good. So, so you've you've had a lot going on, Becky. You've you've just had a child. Yes. You you've just started your own dojo.
2: Yeah, we're coming up uh, almost to the day to a year since that launched.
1: Fantastic, and yeah. and, you've, and you've just started back at work after all this this COVID um, business yeah. things, yeah. So uh, how how's all that going? How how's the juggle?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's challenging for sure, uh, but no, it's good. It's been it's been a crazy sort of year, eighteen months really, but um, it, it's good. It's I'm enjoying um, my karate a lot more than um well then than ever I think it's I feel like I'm getting on a bit and I was a bit like oh no this is you know this is the end but um I actually feel like it's just starting which is which is awesome um like I said with the the club yeah it's, it's really good with the club going as well I think it's kind of it's challenging me in different ways it's something that I haven't done much of before sort of teaching and um you guys will know for sure it's it's odd like when you've got such a, a kind of variety of people that are turning up with wanting different stuff out of it it's kind of challenging to to think about it and to make it work really but um yeah I mean it seems to be who sets up a karate club in the middle of a pandemic it's I was crazy. right about to say
0: yeah what the heck
2: <laughs> that's yeah no crime like the
1: yeah that shows gumption all right yeah, for sure. I mean, the the, the biggest thing I found when I, when I started uh, teaching was that you you couldn't get away with just doing the stuff that you wanted to do anymore. Yeah, you have to do the stuff that you can like you almost hate.
0: You have to do Heian Shodan he, again, and yeah. again and again <laughs> he and again.
1: Heian show you know, Garambara, Yakizuki, like like all that sort of basic stuff that you think, Christ, I thought I left this behind ages ago, uh-huh. <laughs> but now you're back at it. And I, I think yeah. it forces you. It forces you to look. At your own karate a little bit as well. I think you find, you find more depth to what you're doing.
2: Definitely. Definitely. I think it was good prep, though. Um, I graded recently, you may have seen. Um, and I think um, kind of um, looking looking at things in a different way really helped with that development like for me I think sand down was always going to be a massive grade in. it just it felt like a huge deal um so it sort of helped with the kind of feeling like yeah actually you, you can give that a go because you've got a bit more to kind of a bit more substance to back up what you're doing now so uh, yeah it's good
0: well, let's hear a bit about your journey to Sandan. Who was guiding you? Who was your instructor? And who graded you? And what was your approach to the syllabus and your kata? Give us all that.
2: Oh, dear. Um, so, Paul Sensei's the main man. He's been my instructor for, for a very, she, very long time. And
1: now she's left him. She feels free, like she's
0: yeah. enjoying the cry more than ever. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> uh,
2: Paul Sensei, no, he's been on the podcast yeah. He, he really is he's he's a top guy um, and uh, you know I'm I'm his student I always will be his student um, but he's very encouraging of kind of your own personal development and I think probably without the support and encouragement that he's given me um, he, he could quite easily see me as competition setting up another club in the same city and stuff like that and he hasn't he's he's made himself very available and um, really kind of really helped to, to facilitate that and given me opportunities and stuff which has been awesome so um, even with my my sort of teaching at the club I'll make sure that I'm still training with him and um, he's got so much to offer so much knowledge and stuff like that so um, yeah really really important I think to, to keep that up so you play a massive part in it um, I did a lot of additional training um, sort of fitness stuff um, and the syllabus like every day for I think I, I gave myself an 18 month lead up to the grading and then it got pushed back by six months because of COVID so um, pretty much pretty much two years yosh yeah
0: good job, good job. you're
1: yeah. probably sick of it by the time the grading rolls around here eh?
2: pretty much when it got to the grade I kind of in my head I think it helped to, to not get so nervous about it um because I just wasn't convinced it was going to happen I was like oh it's another thing that's in the diary and then it'll get cancelled and that'll be the end of it sort of thing but yeah it happened it was real um and it was it was a bit of a bit of a trek because it was in Brighton um which is kind of the south but it's nowhere nowhere near as south as as we are so it was still a good i can't remember how long it took us now like maybe four or five hours something like that long time to get there so um yeah we made a bit of a thing of it and there are three people from down here grading as well and then graded under scott sensei which is great
0: who um scott
2: scott no, I, th- I think it sounds like an illegitimate Sandan.
0: <laughs> cowboys, <laughs> bunch of cowboys. cowboys. <laughs> uh, rumbled. Oh, uh, we're on the coffee today. Uh, yeah, coffee. No, no again. The, the, the other
2: black <laughs> favorite
0: drink of ours.
1: Yeah. Mm. <laughs> um, so what? So what cat did you do?
2: Uh, so chim.
0: We need to get, you need to get on the social. Uh, is there, man. Fuck off. Is <laughs> there, <laughs> get <on> the <laughs> off. The is there a video? Send us a video. No. We won't put it in the <laughs> episode, I promise.
2: No, I, I don't, I actually don't think there is. I mean, there's one of me doing it um for the, I, I don't know what the name was, the online catacomb in the summer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or before the summer. Yeah, there, there's one, there's one of them floating around somewhere, but no, not, not for the grading.
0: We did one of those too we didn't, him, yeah. Yeah, we, no, we didn't talk about it on the podcast. No. We won have to do <laughs> <tag>. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <We won. laughs>
2: Did you do so, Ross?
0: No, I done a, I mixed up and done Gojo Shiho Show. We both did Gojo Shiho Show. oh yeah. wow, nice first I came second.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Good stuff. Did you tag team it or did you just do one each? Uh we we
1: uh, did we do film the same day? Say, I,
2: I saw a video which was very cleverly put together of one of you, then the other, then the other. Yeah, it was, it was wasn't like yeah. That. yeah, yeah, of yeah. Of so wasn't those were cool. our
0: competition entries mashed together. Uh, when cool. you look at that one, you can see the difference. <laughs> 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 yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, <I> mean, yeah. <laughs> How dare you suggest you're better at karate than I am, Ross <laughs> Sensei, fourth down HDKI.
1: Fuck mm. it. <laughs> 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 so you got so you you, you done sochin and then what what was the what did they ask you to do? Let me guess. Need to Can you get my show? guess? Is... No, you can't. It would have been no. MP.
2: It no. was MP, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Either that floaty one. Either floaty yeah, one yeah,
1: after the, the strong one. Thing. Yeah. That was that it. That. Yeah, MP.
2: I, was kind of, I kind of expected that it might be MP. And then um Lee, who's also from Paul's Club, um, he got MP when as part of his knee grade And I was like, oh, if Lee's got it, like what am I gonna get? I'm thinking it's gonna have to be something else. But um yeah, luckily it was it was MP, so that's good. That's good. So um why sochin? Um Honestly, because when I first did it, I hated it. I was like, this feels awful. Um, so but I like it. I like it when other people do it. I've like I've enjoyed watching watching you do it, obviously, watching Paul do it and Scott, of course. Um, but when I did it, I was like, this is horrible. Like I feel like I'm going the wrong way, my body isn't really working the way I want it to be. It just felt completely alien. I didn't I didn't go much on it at all. So that was the main reason for it <laughs> Um, and I thought it's a big grade and it needs a it needs a big cutter let's see if I can make it work so yeah I've worked on it <clears throat> over uh, a lot long long time to try and get it to to where it was and it, it felt it felt pretty good actually on the day I felt like it was um I don't think I could have done much more for it in terms of where I was at at the time which really? is good
1: nice one that's week. good by all accounts I asked Scott how, how the gradings were when he, when he came back from teaching He said it was a really good good standard good level so well done Thanks. oh
2: awesome and it, obviously the committee there. was
1: committee right I mean uh, for those of you who don't know Becky is one of the most successful uh, committee fighters in in the HDKI medals probably stapled all over the wall behind you somewhere yeah
2: that, that they're hidden but sure
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, oh, yeah. So uh-huh. committee is- I was hoping you could turn the phone around and just go with your, <laughs> uh, it's
2: your- oh, <laughs> No, sadly not. <laughs> just got my radiator instead.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I assume the committee was was a breeze, yeah.
2: But sort of. It, it felt weird, I think, with, with COVID where we hadn't been having any kind of contact or anything like that. It's it was in the prep, it's the bit that I kind of was least worried about. And then we did a couple, we formed a bubble so that we were able to do it for the grading so that there was no kind of issues or anything like that. And and the first couple of times of doing it, I was like, oh, I've forgotten how to move. The distancing was awful. I was totally knackered after like no time at all. It was, um, yeah, it was hard. It was it was hard getting back into it, but I enjoyed it. Um, and it's good. I quite like fighting men because you sort of know what you get and you know they're going to go for it. Because
0: they deserve Bastards. it. Bastards. <laughs>
2: Yeah, say again
0: why, why is it you like fighting men
2: um i think because i'm not it's it's trickier when they're a bit kind of wary of fighting women and they, they back off a little bit but generally they're just up for it um they kind of they're they're they enjoy going in and, and having that bit of a scrap where I think sometimes not always obviously there's a lot of, of strong female fight, fighters for sure but um, sometimes there have been sort of I've come up against um, other other girls in, in a grading or competition situation or even just training um, and they're, they're a bit scared a bit scared of going in and it's a bit softly softly and um, obviously, it's with control still, but I like to feel like if you if you were to go in um, and maybe you misjudged it or something, it wouldn't really matter. You both just kind of carry on and go again.
0: Hmm. I think there's a, in this dojo there's a, there's a, a certain feminist sentiment among the women where they 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 seem to be trying to maybe we should let a woman from the dojo speak about this. But it seems to me that they're trying they're trying to make sure that they get as stuck in at every opportunity.
1: I'm thinking off the top of my head of all the women who are enjoy their committee, and they, yeah. all get, they, yeah, they all get stuck in.
0: Yeah, I can't. Th- yeah. yeah, off the top of my head, I can't think of a female student who doesn't get stuck in. Yeah. Awesome. So,
1: yeah. Good. I think, we, I think we, we do our best to nurture
0: that and make sure that they, they It's because we're great feminists. Because we're it's great, to we're us. great. Therefore, the, it's every, great. behind <laughs> behind every <laughs> great female karateka. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> what a brave place to go with
1: that I have to say I don't know did you watch the Olympics yesterday? did you watch Crack, Crack, no I
2: Crack, haven't I haven't seen it yet but I've seen I've seen a few clips I haven't sat down and watched it properly but it looked, looked alright
1: so I watched I watched the, the I only saw the the women's kata final and I saw some of the men's under 68 kilos 67 yeah, yeah and they and the the female under sixty eight, I think it was, mm-hmm. and they, the men were timid and cagey, and the women were getting all the points. Really? Yeah, it was much more entertaining. You're talking about women. committee now. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Women getting stuck in. So yeah, maybe it's a maybe it's a it's just a thing. Yeah, it's just women a thing. who like committee just go for, can go for it.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah I think plays a part. I think if it'd if you're going to go for, it, especially at that level, like you need um, that kind of ability I guess to think fuck it and, and sort of put any fear to one side and, and fully commit otherwise what's, what's the point?
1: Yeah, no for sure. What's
0: that fucking point? What's the
1: point? Shit right? or get off the pot. No, that's it. No, <laughs> but I was watching the, I was watching men and they were like almost scared to engage. Like it's it's mm. always like if I go one point down I'm never going to get it back mm. style of fighting. Whereas it Looked like the in the women's uh, categories, they were just thinking, I'm going to outscore you by 20. Here we go, Whack, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. nice. and they just had that attitude. It was very good, very, very entertaining.
2: Cool. Have you guys done much, um, kumite that's not show we
1: Yeah, I've done a lot.
2: Competition, kumite, yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. I've done it when I was with the JKS in Scotland. We
2: uh-huh.
1: uh, it was mandatory that we competed in the WKF as well. Um and oh, okay. I have to say that is very humbling. There is very different from Show Weapon. Um it's very difficult to be good at one and, and not the other. Uh, good at no to be good at one and the other.
0: It's very difficult, I think. I don't understand why. And maybe some of our listeners don't understand the, either. You do you still have to score a point. You just have to score yeah. more of them in the WKF rules. In
1: WKF though, you there's a lot less risk. Because there's not as much, I feel like I've always felt like there wasn't as much contact. So you were willing to put yourself in a much more risky position, and try much more riskier techniques because you kind of knew that if you got blasted from it,
0: yeah,
1: you were either getting a some back in the day they used to give you points for if you had started getting too many warnings they would start giving the other person points, oh, um, or you know they were going to get just a warning. So I always found it was very, it was very. Tricky because I used to end up getting like just like I, I've got the best the best control in the world yeah. the the best the best yeah, control yeah, 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 yeah. in in the world yeah. and um, I used to get like warnings
0: and stuff all the goddamn time for too much contact yeah
1: oh yeah that sounds awful yeah but that was I was younger at the time though so maybe with the kids they're a lot oh, more strict okay. you know so
0: yeah that's wrong with it. Actually. well when when we're competing when when you know when when uh, Scott gets us to do showboating on sparring mm. you you stick them in then. You've given me a few ouchies. That's because, like, they, you have to win. Like,
1: <laughs> You always do win. <laughs> I, guess I can't, because the thing is, the one time that, yeah, and it will happen, the one time you do beat me, I'll never hear the goddamn end of it. <laughs> <laughs> I beat rotten morning training once. It's like, no, so I have to.
0: I scored a you once. <laughs>
1: there you
0: go. Once in three years. <laughs> just once. That's awesome. Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Uh, um, you're on mute, Beckett, Oh, she's back. She's back. But did you compete in WKF
2: committee? No, I, I've done Shogi Sanbon once or well, twice, maybe. Used um, to that. And I quite, yeah, I quite liked it. I like that you've got more chance to go for it. That you haven't got to be quite as a cagey because you can you can go a point down and think oh that's all right I've still got plenty of time and plenty of opportunity to get that back and I always go a point down when I'm fighting like I always do, um so to then have the have less pressure to be able to get the point back and try stuff and kind of play around a little bit more um yeah I, I like the idea of that whereas obviously shobu on it's when you do go that point down it's like oh god like this is it now yeah. sort it out
0: so shobu sanbon means three pawns to win yeah. as opposed to just one yeah got
1: it yeah. and uh, like the, the GKS the final used to always be Shobo Sambon yeah so if you get to the final you were fighting Shobo Sambon if you weren't used to it you were in trouble like you were like mm. you got because that's tiring as yeah, well you, get like, tired, eh?
0: you don't get tired you realise it's so much longer it's yeah. not tiring if you just stand still and do yeah, Gakuzi <laughs> no <laughs> no
2: <laughs> that's the way to do it
1: but you've done other things other than karate as well though have you, have you done kickboxing boxing
2: um, I did a little bit of boxing. Um, I was all set to do a like a charity match, and then had a bit of an accident and hurt my head quite severely. Um, they had to glue it back together. Um, yeah, which isn't. I don't really know what happened, but I had a lovely night out before that. So
1: um, <laughs> I was like, watch car. my watch my watch my head roll, watch my head roll. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Maybe maybe it was, maybe it was. I made the right mess. There's blood everywhere. But um I didn't realise until a couple of days afterwards. Like I had a look at it and I think where I've got so much hair and it was just a big bloody mat. Like I had no idea. So it was only a couple of days afterwards um that I was like, oh, I still feel a bit dizzy and a bit sick and this isn't this isn't quite right. So I went to the hospital and they were like, they told me off. They were like, You should have come in days ago, like you're a mess. So I was like, oh sorry, can you fix it then? Um, but it got right in the way of my training because <clears throat> even though I played, <laughs> that's the main thing. Even though I waited a little bit and um, sort of built back up gradually, um, I think part of the problem is I was sparring with girls that were a lot, lot heavier than me. So um, probably I would say at least 5, 10 kilos heavier. So their punches are a lot more powerful. They're a lot more experienced than I am as well with, with boxing. Um, I was just finding after every training session, I was really dizzy and I was struggling to kind of... Um, remember what had happened um in the session so I had to yeah I um, had to take some advice from a doctor and he was just like luckily like he was really good he'd um also done martial arts to so some description he's like you're not going to like what I've got to say but you need to pull out and I was like okay so so I did obviously don't you know um but yeah he was he was good as goal with it he, he didn't he didn't tell me off as such he was just you know he said I, I get where you're at and I know you're not going to want to stop but you need to so yeah so that, that ruined that which was a shame.
0: Yeah. And and um, all shame. right. So wow. And
1: do you find that that experience um, helps
0: helps your karate a lot? Not getting the head split, but the, no, boxing. the boxing.
2: yeah, less. <laughs> um, yeah, I think so. It's I mean, it's different training methods. I think everything is is kind of helpful. It's good for for fitness. It's good to see different different stuff and how you can kind of pick bits up and bring it back and kind of develop it and stuff. But I like um especially if you're doing pad work in boxing it's a lot more kind of free flowing and it's um it's a good mix of I'm going for power now or I'm going for speed now and I think if you can kind of take that with you and bring that into your karate training it works quite nicely
1: yeah no I've done a bit of of other martial arts and I find that every different martial art that I've done um, you can always find that a sort of link to back to karate with it um, and I find that yeah. it helps me a lot when, I, especially, like, especially when, like, it's terrible to say, sorry, Scott Sensei, but sometimes when you get bored of can of Karate a little bit, like, you, like doing it every day, eventually you, you just go, I don't want to do Zenku Sudach ever again. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and, uh, like, the last couple of days I've just been doing head movement drills that I've picked up from right. my time doing other martial arts and stuff. Um and different methods of training and stuff like that. Getting the, the timer on and doing, like, rounds rather than counting each knee, Sanji go, it just makes a huge difference, you know? It makes it... Yeah, to ...just to get that sort of break and, and do something a little bit different and show the guys, like, a different aspect of martial uh-huh. arts. They enjoy it as well, because they've never done it before. It's very good.
2: Yeah, um, nice.
0: I've done different types of stuff, but um Ross's classes lately have been really enjoyable. Oh, that's very nice. Huh? Thank you. Yeah, very yeah, right.
2: <laughs> Russ- was good, it's good to mix it up definitely do you find and this is one of the things because I often thought and this is one of the reasons that I I kind of haven't taught before now is because karate for me is is mine that's my time that's my space and I think if my my worry was that if I was going to be teaching it that would take that away from me um and obviously with with you guys doing it full-time as well do you find that it's it's everything or is is that a good thing or do do you have you lost what you were getting from it before you were teaching so much
1: um that's I've question. lost the, the motivation to to excel in the more maybe not, uh, yeah, the more superficial aspects like competition doesn't uh-huh. really motivate me anymore. Um, like like because I I think that to be good at that you need to be completely selfish and to be to be motivated to do that style of training which is very much like that kind of in its own little bracket of karate I find you know, yeah. competition style. You have to, perf- like, to do what, if you want to win, you have to tweak your katas to suit the judges as opposed to doing it the way that, you know, I would you would perform it in the dojo. Yeah. Um, your community practice then has to be sort of dictated by these strict set of rules that you're competing under. You know, you can't do, you know, things that you maybe would want to do in terms of, like, just being able to defend yourself or whatever. So I feel like that aspect is kind of more... The more I teach, and the more I kind of dive into what karate really is, that ship starts sailing further and further away. That
0: competition
1: aspect, it doesn't really motivate me anymore. Like, oh, there's competition coming up; I really want to win. It's it's more like, oh, there's competition coming up, and I should compete, so I'm going to compete. And then yeah. I don't feel as confident on the day, so I have to, you know, real, I have to go and start, you know, marching up and down and trying to get into that that competitive mindset again, you know? Punching
2: himself in the face. <laughs>
1: yeah. And puts the
0: headphones on and, and a, sto- a storm cloud forms <laughs> over his head.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and there's fucking Linkin Park blaring out of it and he's just like...
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so I feel like the, that sort of the personal the personal thing of achieving medals and things like that goes away. But then I think that's filled up with just being like, I, I think making karate your own uh, goes hand in hand with teaching it. Cause then you be, you start teaching your karate,
0: you know? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Well, I, you, you have, a, <clears throat> you've had a lot of um, experience in competition and that was once the focus of your training. Um, so I get how you like you mm-hmm. went through that transition or you, uh, your motivation changed And you had that arc. But um, I only really got really into karate when I joined this dojo, Mm. which was 2014 or 2015. And Mm. it didn't take long. It didn't take long after I started coming to classes here for for me to decide I wanted to be an instructor. Mm. Even before I got my black belt, I I was like, if you know. It, it just, I want to be like. I want to be like Ross. <laughs> <laughs> and then, bit by bit, it became it. It like it started seeming like something that was more and more possible. Hmm. Got the show done. Um, you know, came uh, along to morning classes. Moved to, Cor- well, to Cork. Well, went on tour for a year. Then moved Red, to Cork. Red started, Roos- yeah, Rooster, yeah, Red Rooster Karate in Cork. Cork <laughs> <laughs> down in cork and then got the job here so it all came together
2: nice yeah so as, a, see... as an aside my nana's from cork was from cork yeah you yeah. something we liked <laughs> <laughs> Just that one thing. yeah we came and we went and visited a few years ago now it's not a bad place
0: oh it's a great place
2: yeah
0: it's it's, it's the... funny though be quite funny yeah they do yeah when you're down in Cork you don't know you're coming or going by <laughs> but uh, they be- they seriously believe that Cork is the real capital of Ireland no, don't bring that up around Tommy <laughs> um, oh yeah but it is the real capital <laughs> <laughs> which <is like> <laughs> and they um, what was I going to say about Cork again oh yeah some people in the dojo still think I'm from Cork because I moved from there to here but I'm not I'm from Roscommon which is a puddle. It out, is out somewhere else. It's uh, <laughs> it's, it's home, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> but you were you were saying that you feel like karate is your personal thing. So has it been a transition to to sort of change from okay, karate is my downtime. It's my save, like sort of my getaway place where I can just focus on myself. Do you find that there was a transition period where it was like okay? this is my karate now or do you think it's still teaching's now becoming your your sort of home away from home
2: yeah it's I don't know I I don't know what the answer to that is I think the fact that I'm still training um as a student twice a week sort of regularly that helps because that's still my my time my space and I, I don't know I think because I've trained for a long time albeit that I picked it up and put it down a few times I think it's nice to sort of to be giving back and to start to see other people develop and um you know I think I said it, it's part of my own development as well. So I think and maybe you have it because a lot of your students compete don't don't you like already so um and do really well at it too. So I think as and when I've got students that are um kind of competing, I think that'll tick the competition box for me too. Um, the the thing that you were saying about kind of you feel less driven to compete now because your your energy is kind of elsewhere and I guess you're getting <clears throat> you're getting that sort of I don't know what it is you're getting that satisfaction back from in, in a different way competition for me is a lot about having goals something to work towards and and I need that I like to have that structure and to feel like I'm making progress with whatever it is that I'm doing um and competitions not an easy way to do that that's not what I mean but uh, certainly before COVID when there were so many and there were so many that were available to go to um and different different events different types of events different people that you're seeing at them it's kind of it's more tangible whereas when you are teaching I guess it's um it's a much longer period. And I know that was the maybe the, the biggest kind of learning curve. Well, the first the first thing I noticed is that people look angry when you're trying to teach them. And I think it's where they're concentrating. But I was like looking back at people, like looking for like so I try and have quite an informal approach and it's quite chatty and stuff like that. And I'm thinking I'm being hilarious and this is nice and fun. And everyone's just like really stern faces staring back at me. And I was like, oh God, am I like am I making no sense at all? But
1: this is the face, this is the face I don't get.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the podcast listed, people only listening can't see that yeah <laughs> uh, lately, uh, Mouth of uh, Gog a- yeah <laughs> eyes crossed <laughs> kind of like what, what movie character that is <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know <laughs> yeah so you know how lots of um, lots of people who would see themselves as st- strictly into traditional karate and I'm doing big air quotes um, and they bemoan the uh, the focus on competition karate hmm um they must have been delighted with COVID since all the competitions had to be cancelled. Well, not all the traditional karate guys are obsessed with competition as well. Eh? Huh? Yeah. What do you mean? All the traditional guys are
1: obsessed with competition as well. They only see the, the competitors, like, you know, the, the successful competition karate guys is the best. Because sure how else do you judge it on? I If you look at, like, a traditionalist dojo, which would be, like, you know, the KGB, for example,
0: no, oh, I'm seriously. talking about I'm talking about like like people who do Okinawan styles oh, who don't guys. do any competition, and you know who believe in bunkai. Pfft, weird, All right? I, mean, I know.
1: Yeah, Tawari, if
0: you're listening, bunkai worth shit. A lot of nonsense. But but yeah, so no, sorry, but a double tap just won't work. Just that's for, you know, it, that's, it won't that's, work. <laughs> try and double tap somebody punching you full belt in the face. And go, <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, what I was saying though is that Becky, since you had no competitions to go to, I thought what yeah. when, kind of what you were just saying. It sounded to me like this, the lack of competitions made you shift the the kind of focus of your karate or kind of changed what karate meant to you. And, yeah, and, and you're saying that was a good thing.
2: Yeah, I think so. Like like Ross was saying, because if you're in sort of competition mindset, you you need to be quite selfish. Your training is for you. Excuse <clears> me. <throat> and without that, it was like, oh, actually, there's there's more here. I, I've I've kind of freed up some rain space. What else can I be doing that's that's going to challenge still. Um, but in a, in a different way, and I guess in a more inclusive way, because I wouldn't necessarily be looking to bring anyone into my a lot of my own prep for competition in terms of the general kind of fitness cardio stuff. That's that's stuff that I would do by myself. Of course, it's helpful to have people to fight against. Still, um, but without that, the, yeah, it was it was completely different. It was always on the cards that I was going to open the dojo at some point. Um, but yeah, I just brought it forward by a couple of years because last year I was hoping was going to be a big competition year for me. It had, um, there was a couple of like worlds or European stuff that was penciled in and then it, it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, so that was quite hard because I've been, I've been training towards that. I'd had, I'd done quite a few competitions and then they'd gone fairly well. I had some areas that I was working on um, and was, <coughs> excuse me, really working on on my fitness, making sure that that was where it needed to be. And then it was just like gone, all of it just, and it just kind of felt like, oh, well, and let's not waste what i've done and put into it so far where, where else can i channel it so yeah that's that's where it was kind of went really
0: now how do you think we do in one of your cardio sessions oh you guys smashed it yeah i think we should try
1: it i stole for like for a good four weeks this exercise because we were because i trained with you on zoom that's first time i ever trained with you was when you led the gb squad session uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Gym, and you've done these awesome, like, squat into stance leg exercises. And it was like squat, zinc, squat, zinc, squats, kiba, squats, kiba, squats, cocket squat, squats, kokut. Squat, 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 and you just kept going until your legs fall off. Until your legs fall off. And I was like, oh, so I, I stole that from you mm. straight away. It was very
0: good.
2: Good. Yeah, nice. That's awesome.
0: I missed that session. We need to We need to get one of your cardio sessions on Zoom, I think, just for the <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Um yeah. Sure. What was I going to say though oh yeah I want to ask you a question which we get asked a lot and I imagine you mm-hmm. get asked a lot as well <laughs> and it's a very very funny question but we've had people you know friends and family saying and and why aren't you in the Olympics
2: <laughs> great question yeah
0: I had. you I had, should had, look into it yes, exactly. though yes,
2: that, that, yeah. like,
0: trust me man I would get killed you know these people are lightning yeah. and he was like no nah, man I think you've got the makings you should look into it <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah definitely and people are like oh would you think you'd be in the next one then and I'm like the next one um yeah no a lot uh, that gets asked a lot <laughs> I kind of I mean it depends who's asking the question, but I normally say, well, Yeah, maybe.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's not, it's not <laughs> in the
0: Olympics in France next next time though.
2: No, they dropped it. I think they did like a almost like a petition to try and say, Come on, guys, this is this is gonna be brilliant, keep it going, but
1: yeah, won't hey, If you put it side by side with the Taekwondo, they they they'll definitely go, Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what? Oh yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah.
2: yeah
0: I'm skateboarding i skateboarding mean, and surfing. I mean, yeah, okay, if they have skateboarding surfing, and surfing in, you have to have karate, sure. But they, they chop they chop sports all the time that, no, that nobody's interested in anymore. They
1: tried to sh- chop wrestling one year, and it was really? like, that's what started it all off. You can't <laughs> chop <laughs> the fucking first event ever created. Like,
2: <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> next thing they'll chop the discus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bye.
2: I think they can like pick up and bring in... I think they get rid of four or six and then they bring in four or six new ones or something like that. Uh, they've got the option to do something.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, get rid of the horse one. surely. That's nonsense. Yeah, yeah. It's just because the Queen does it. It's just because the Queen does it. <laughs> Bruce Springsteen's
0: daughter does it. Really? Yeah. Is she in the Olympics? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. won medals, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I think the horse won the medal. Exactly. The I and I saw a TikTok about that. The, oh, yeah? the horse is medal I saw, I saw it in the point of view. The horse is being interviewed. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I
1: didn't think I was making it over that one. That yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's like it's
0: a, like, Yeah, you know, well I just want to thank my coaches and my Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> your one over there is wearing the medal and she's like, Yeah, I just I just wish I could get my own medal. <laughs> <laughs> Uh. A carrot or something you know <laughs> big
2: carrot for own, the horse on apple weird dancing horses
1: yeah strange
0: hmm.
1: Strange. Hmm.
0: Very strange
1: very strange yeah do you know what would be great crack in the what? olympics I, i've done this once and it's team committee but like tag team team committee okay so I done this in the W when I was with the WUKF. Mm-hmm. And what happens is you have uh you can have a three or a five man team and you have a coach mm-hmm. and two guys will go out and fight. And say one guy is getting dominated, mm-hmm. the coach when the yami's called can shout change and points or whatever or whatever needs to be awarded is awarded, and then the fighters swap with the next guy. Mm-hmm and they can fight and then this team's like oh we don't want to fight I can change this guy mm-hmm. like who's much taller is going to fight that and and it's all the, the tag team sort of tactics so you can keep changing but if you get Ip on, you can't come back in you're out you're oh, like out the team wow that must take That's, ages it is, it's great fun like, yeah <laughs> you're,
0: you're like but also you'd be wrecked but you're also
1: that. raging because sometimes like you get like you get taken off and you're like I have this guy come <laughs> on <laughs> you know
0: like, <laughs> coach put me in yeah <laughs> <laughs> th- that would be a class one to have in the Olympics yeah R- team rotation have like you seen called. those really stupid things like um, like five person MMA fights yeah. where five guys fight against five guys all at the same time <laughs> <laughs> and there's <just> no <laughs> rules <laughs> they, they've got like five refs as well like they, they've got like, <laughs> they've got five referees
1: just to make sure that when somebody does something doesn't get like <laughs> pummeled into the ground like <laughs>
2: Paul often does this at his class, and it's it's brilliant. It's it's good fun for the kids. But he'll have, um, say, three or four people in a team, and then you're all on at the same time, so everyone can go against everyone, and it's just it's chaos. Nice,
1: yeah. I, I, shark Tank is always fun. I do, I do a Shark Tank in the competition mm-hmm. class. Uh, you know, I'll give everyone a number, mm-hmm. and they, oh, they yeah. go in the middle when I shout the number, and they, you know. I, mean, I try and shout. I try and shout the number that's closest to them. So when the
0: shout changes, the punch comes boom, from the side. <laughs> yeah. I would accidentally injured a small child in that class two weeks ago <laughs> during he the shout tank. He's <laughs> all smacked. The, it was wee wee <laughs> Ben, and he's all smacked. This sh- wee Ben. I was like, is he, he's such a
1: face Everyone was like, <laughs> <laughs> "Like Carl, like fucking proper ca- full on Kazami acting face." He's only like <laughs> oh. um,
0: ten accident no it wasn't it wasn't for lack of control it was yeah. a sweep and he hit the ground kind of hard yeah what are you gonna do <laughs> what are you gonna do he did not he didn't quit
1: he no, kept going yeah, and, then, yeah. and then he
0: had a wee wee moment at the end but <laughs> it was after yeah but he no. stayed in it stayed in it and that's character building to the end
2: yeah,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. it's funny because he. will thank
2: you for that one day sorry you'll so thank you for that one day i'm sure
0: that's it Exactly. No, I'm going to be his nemesis now because uh, <laughs> when, when he grows up he's probably going to be about my size he's, he's only a small kid um, uh-huh. so he's he's going to be counting down the days till he can kick my ass so in about 10 years he's going to come at me and he's going to kill me
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> and I can't wait five. Five. <laughs> 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 Ross <Okay>, Sensei just I'm goes deaf. to the camera with five fingers like it'll be five yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: um yeah but so, so um you you've been doing the dojo for 18 months and have you you had a grading with your your dojo yet a couple gradings
2: yeah we had a couple um paul and laura have both done a grading which is really helpful um just was, i was as nervous for that as if i was grading i think that kind of validation of I, I taught them anything like I have you know where, where are they at? so yeah it's really, really good um, and then we've got a big one coming up at the end of this month to mark the kind of the one year anniversary it'll be a big grading um awards afterwards and then like playing some silly games and eating cake that's the idea
1: Ah, nice that's good. Yeah. it's important it's important i think to to create that community by doing stuff like that um, uh-huh. at, our, at our christmas party we give out awards three award well now four four awards technically but like we give three awards to the kids we give Ed, we give best technique, a uh, best spirit, and most improved, and we try and make we try and make nice. sure a different person every Christmas, like different kids. Like we don't want the same kid winning, like you know best spirit every time because they're
2: uh-huh.
1: bad into the karate. We want to try and mix it up a bit, and the adults we yeah, did. Same, sure. but, but I brought in the the wee ball bag of the year award.
0: Where is the statue? What's oh, not here. Georgia's, Georgia's, <laughs> Georgia, so, <yeah>. Georgia,
1: <laughs> Georgia. Who was on the podcast the other day was, a <laughs> um, Cheese Cartman. She's a, currently the wee ball back ball of the back. year. It was Brian Rooney, really, yeah. Georgia. He's reigning wee ball bag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, we're gonna to have to get
0: that what a title. Right, that's yeah. it. But yeah, building a community through your dojo, like uh, like a long time before I came here and Ross came here, this this dojo was a really um a really close and warm community, and it's and it still is. Yeah, it goes from strength to
2: strength. Nice. I think it makes a difference, doesn't it? Definitely. Yeah, that, that was another reason that's how I kind of picked where it was. It's, it's literally like I live in Plymouth, and there's this sort of little bit that's just it's kind of just on the outskirts, but um, it's it's not very big, but there's nothing here. Like there's loads of kids. They're all over the place and there's no clubs or anything like that. And I just thought, and I think especially because most of the training that we've done over the last few months has been um, online. So they haven't all necessarily met each other yet. The classes are split and obviously quite strict on numbers and stuff like that still. So now that it's all lifted, it'll just be a case of, it'll be the first time that we've all trained together in person, which would be great.
0: Brilliant.
2: Awesome. Cool.
1: Brilliant. Yeah. Um, And tonight, you're teaching at Chrissy Howard's uh, dojo. I am. Yeah? Very good.
2: Um, I I seen a clip of you.
1: Were you you leading the class? Um, It was Eden smashing the pads. Like, Eden was just... She's a
2: teen, isn't she, Eden? It was very
1: cool. Very cool to see her giving it socks. Um, Was that you leading the class? uh, Was that... You teaching?
2: Yeah, that's right. So um, Chrissy did a um, sort of female karate day last Saturday. Um, I could only go along for the afternoon because I teach in the morning um, at mine. So um, I think she'd done an, an unzoom masterclass, which I was disappointed to miss. But um, to mix it up in the afternoon, yeah, we just smashed the pads, really. Um, the, the sort of theme loosely was um, relaxation in your karate um, and hitting stuff, which was nice. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It was good. Um, and then, yeah. And
1: then Can you give us a preview to what you're going to teach tonight?
2: Of course. Um tonight is um explosivity. Is that a word? Making your karate explosive. So um we are gonna get the tubes out um and do some little bits of um Kion Kata and Kimite Two.
1: No, KK.
2: <laughs> I Did not write that in my notes.
1: <laughs> write that on a, on a big clipboard, KKK
2: <laughs>
0: Wearing a white outfit. Yeah. <laughs> Little dragon uh, <laughs> what, what do they call it? Grand wizard dragon. bears and stuff.
1: But uh, yeah. <laughs> Just jokes folks, just, just jokes. Just jokes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but excellent explosivity. That's nice. good. So so you so you're teaching thematically then, yeah? That that's your teaching style?
2: Yeah. Um I was finding that without it, I was every time I was trying to plan a lesson, I had no idea what I was doing. And then I was sort of piecing together lots of stuff that didn't necessarily go together. So um yeah, try and do um sort of some themes um, for diff- different sessions, like on a Wednesday, our Wednesday class is still online. Um, and that goes in like four weekly cycles. So we'll pick something. Um, the last cycle was, um, about compression and expansion. And then we applied it to basics one week, um, and then, um, like training methods for the fourth week. So that's for the Wednesday sessions. We've just started um and that's why i picked it for tonight we just started looking at making our karate more explosive on those wednesdays so that will follow that theme um but yeah i've lumped it all into to one giant session for Chrissy students so
0: Brilliant. Sounds kind of Paul Uran-esque. Almost, mm. almost like you've you've learned from the marsh. Sounds Urinian. Amazing playing. Really, really, that's weird. I've anything pertaining to <laughs> or or, uh, or of Paul Urinian. Uran. <laughs> <Uranian. laughs> I find that I, like teaching
1: thematic, like teaching thematically, obviously, Scott's kind of installed that in me. But I yeah. find I can do it for everything except kata. Hmm. I think my kata sessions go much better when I teach the kata. Here's a section. Here's this part, this Mm. part, this part. Dup, 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 dup. Okay, practice, go. Mm. Very yummy. And like, I get them to drill it, this section of the kata, enough times. And then if there's a bit that I find quite difficult, I'll focus on that bit for a while. Mm. And I feel like that, like trying to teach because Kata's got a bit everything in it. I mm. always struggle with demons with Kata.
0: Yeah, and what Scott Sensei does, I yeah. think, <clears throat> is that he can he can choose any principle and yeah. apply it to any Kata because he'll find, I don't know, this bit in Gojushi Shou. he'll find some way of making that...
1: That's Gank, Gankaku, sorry.
0: Sorry, Gankaku. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Spot, spot <laughs> Nidan, okay? Nidan. No, we've, <laughs> we've been doing lots of Gankaku okay. lately, so I just got confused, all right? Excuse me. Okay, okay. If I'd just done that, it would have been Gojishio <laughs> <your> Show. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll i listen, it's listen different start Who's going to tell me I'm wrong? Scott. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway so he can take any and he'll he'll find ways to to highlight that principle in any move in any cutter whereas uh whereas i i was just like doing driving into hamney once and i was like there's loads of this in basadai yeah um but i where where the bits in basadai where that isn't important i just kind of skipped i find that scott
1: scott says he's teaching the theme and, and teaching the theme through kata whereas i'm trying to teach them the kata yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean mm-hmm, like, like mm-hmm. that's that's where the difference is because i think they can practice going into hamley any other day but let's actually try and get them to learn this kata and memorize this kata mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and actually have it in their reservoir to pull out whenever they want mm-hmm, you know because mm-hmm. i find like a, a lot of the time when scott does a kata because he teaches it thematically They'll get the theme really well which is what he wants mm. but they'll forget the kata because the, they've the only full yeah.
0: way through like twice yeah exactly yeah. They'll, they'll
1: forget the kata very quickly yeah you get guys like 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 some uh, you know people in morning training who still slip up on certain kata and you're like <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you talking about Listen man, I'm too in the moment to remember. <laughs> <laughs> moment. I just I just start improvising.
2: Uh, <laughs> hurry. So, too hurry.
0: thank you. Thank you. Too <laughs> hurry. thank you. That's the way I look at it.
2: <laughs>
1: um, so, so what's the the biggest challenge that you find in teaching? What what's been the biggest sort of struggle for you?
2: Well, I think initially I had total beginners through to um, Nidan, people that had come back to training and sort of five, six-year-olds through to nearly 60-year-olds trying to do them all as like one class didn't work, Um, didn't work a bit. So um, that was the first thing was sort of having to be more adaptable and working out what the level is for different people obviously you want to be challenging people still but you don't want to make it so hard that they just kind of go what are you talking about um so yeah so kind of getting getting the balance right i think and, and dividing the class has definitely helped with that
1: nice mm-hmm. what's the hardest part for you teaching now
0: the hardest thing about yeah, teaching for you now yeah now that you're you mean kids or adults yeah, It doesn't
2: matter. i loved your adventures your, your stories the journeys that you're going on um, I think I maybe um over Zoom and stuff like that. That was awesome. Totally original.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, that was that was good fun. Until I lost the motivation to keep yeah, it. it's we talked it's a about lot. that with on the <laughs> episode with Georgia. But um fuck, I don't know. You you answered that. Well I think. What's the hardest thing? <laughs> the hardest You mean at the moment, like Sorry. something we're going through right now, or in general? In general. Oh. I think for me the hardest thing now is when there's a student
1: that doesn't want to be there because mm. you get that sometimes kids are forced or teenagers are forced a little bit mm. and i feel like they don't want to be there then i'm like well i don't really want to waste my time putting my energy into you if you don't want to learn so i like i have to stop myself from ignoring mm. so, you know <laughs> it'd be motivating to teach the people who don't care mm. for me just now i'm saying that because i had one of them at the start of the week didn't want to be there and was just like mm-hmm and i was trying my best to like be oh my god you have to do the stance like a big clown and you know trying to get them into it but that didn't work and i was just like oh well fuck you (laughs) 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 and then you're like no 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 ross keep going keep Mm. chipping away see if you can get in there after seven years you're kind of like (laughs) seven years of pretending to (laughs) care
0: yeah I know I but I really do care a lot and I I can start a class with very little motivation and then just just like I'm unable to accept that a kid is going to not put in any effort so I'll get on their case a little bit Kind of. Yeah. And and sometimes getting on their case doesn't work at all. It makes them worse. And I I used to realise that I just thought I just needed to get on their case even more. Yeah. And I needed to stop the class until they actually tried to do it right. But I'm getting a little bit less heavy handed now yeah. um, and just trying to find like you you were telling me this at the start, but I think I just had to learn it. In my own time how there's a different approach for different students yeah and i was just like when you've got so many kids in the class how are you supposed to be able to take the time to figure out a student's you know yeah. needs, was, an individual yeah. students needs um but you get better at it you get more relaxed when you're up there you can look around a bit more and you uh, you yeah you gradually get into that but that's not what's what's challenging at the moment my the thing that's challenging me once again is just going to be about myself <laughs> it's, it's always about me <laughs> ross is always about other people and i'm always about me uh, at the moment i'm trying to be fully warmed up and fully limber for every class so that i can demonstrate things properly um yeah, yeah. i do so many classes in a day and i have to hop up off my bicycle and it's usually outdoors and it might be really really a cold, or really, really warm, or damp, or something, and I'm just sometimes it's like ugh, I don't want to train, but I do have to teach. Um, so I'll just do a really quick warm up, and then I'll I'll like warm ups wreck I'll, my head, man. Yeah,
1: they wreck my head. Like like something like sometimes you know I'll have five classes in a row, and I'm yeah. like. Doing, the, doing a warm-up for every class because you have to lead a warm-up you're like I'm not stretching anymore <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need to stretch in order to do anything anywhere near properly I have to stretch and if I'm not limber and ready to teach. My stances are gonna look shit. They're gonna be really short and I'm gonna be like having aches in my hips mm. and, and uh and I'll be I'll be doing hand hey, and like just like <laughs> and then you step forward and punch and I'll just like I'll do it a bit and then I'll look at them and I'm like, no do it better. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not gonna tell you how. You know how it's done. Come on. <laughs> but to, to uh, be to be uh. to be a good example physically all the time. I used to be a lot better at that. I used to be a lot more physical. And then I kind of started going easy on myself. I'd get very physical in training, mm-hmm. but I'd take it easy during teaching. But I mm-hmm. need to amp up the actual physical effort. It's all ahead of
1: you guys, man. Eventually you're just like, why am I killing myself in this class? But you're always when very... The kids are, when the kids are like, you know, <laughs> the, kids are, the kids are just like...
0: <laughs> and you're like, you're like, yeah. <laughs> you're like why am <laughs> I doing this? <laughs> but I'm not just talking about speed and power because you're naturally very supple and mm. you can you can blast out a load, a load of stuff without actually having to stretch. Yeah. All right. And I'm not comparing myself to you or whatever. I'm just mm. saying for me to do it well, I need to be prepared myself and warmed up
2: my body. Because mm-hmm. I'm st- You were naturally quite springy, not you? Sorry? So you're naturally quite springy and
1: zippy. Zippy, springy. Springy, yeah. <laughs> the spirit animal is a squirrel. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
2: Nice.
0: But um, spirit but but I'm um, but stiff. But like uh, I'm I'm like a fa- I'm like a I'm like a I'm like a bullet. I can move very fast in one direction. But uh, but all the un- unpredictable kind of supple changing and you know like different attacks that that Ross can do. Um, or that would be yeah the, the octopus <laughs> um, I'm, I'm working on that I'm working on yeah it's time for a fail it's time for a fail I think you could because you've, oh, I've got, cause good you've got you've got a hard day. I've got a date to go on but right <laughs>
1: okay. now- be, be, Becky have you, uh, you, and it's okay if you haven't have you listened to this podcast before? I have
2: and I've been racking my brains, trying to think of a fail but all right I've got one so um when I was teaching uh last weekend we were going through a hand showdown um really sort of working on driving into your techniques as you come through so you're coming down the front agiukis making sure you've got your hip time really concentrating on that so I'm getting myself all ready. we've demonstrated they've done it a couple of times we're going for full speed and power now do it like this guys and as I've gone do it like this Donk straight in my face. <laughs> <laughs> so you Don't do it like that. You were doing Aggie UK, and you managed oh. to put
1: yourself right in the face. You keep men inside instead of outside. That's the
2: rule. Real... I think, I, think I must have been looking, talking as I was doing it. Who said women can multitask, okay?
0: Gabe? <laughs> <laughs> oh, class. Ah, yeah, I've done that before as well. Yeah, but I just turn to the kids and be like, "Ugh." Oh. I just punched myself in the face. And I start crying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's the one thing I always say. It's like don't I've seen someone I've seen kids punch themselves in the chin all the time. Like I've never really seen it before. <laughs> like I tell them all the time that they come on the inside, they punch them. but there you go. Two seasoned veterans of karate fucking <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, like
0: don't if a... you don't keep that fist connected to your shoulder doing an poof, you just get enough. I've up. heard
2: that's the way to do it, yeah. yeah
0: oh we know we, we are like us three here we know how to do agiempe <laughs> you, know. you should
1: elbow with your hand open that's true
0: yeah all your elbows should be open the a size elbows are always hand open yeah. in, in the Asai castle. if you touch here this bit here
1: and make a fist uh-huh and then ah. this bone here, and oh, then you yeah, flex it. Yeah, you yeah. flex your fingers open. That bone be- like sticks out. And yeah. that's the one. That's because that muscle goes down. That's the one that yeah. yeah.
0: You'll have to watch this on YouTube, folks, yeah. to get what we're talking about. There's a muscle here, and when you pull just your above fist, the point of your
1: elbow, yeah. if you
0: make a fist, your muscles sort of tenses
1: Covering, and covers yeah. it. And then when yeah. you straighten your fingers out, you can feel the blade the of that bone, yes, and the that's blade. the one that cuts everyone open oh, apart. Yeah. There you go. See, so yep, get me with the
0: blade. Every day, <laughs> can you feel it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, i wow people with that. Is there any kind of martial application for this muscle? You know, that strange muscle? <laughs> I want to pop it. <laughs> it's like my <a> <laughs> sister's
1: <laughs> not a tumor, not
0: everyone Why has it. it? How have you built that up? Well, just,
2: I think no, it's like guitar strumming. You think so? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I like
0: wrist That's action. my strumming muscle. That wrist action.
2: Yeah, must be. Must be that. <laughs> Yummy.
0: <Yeah, mate. laughs> that, that wrist action. <laughs> this is a family show. <laughs> 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 there are children watching. I was out with the, the lovely Deirdre. Oh, thank and
1: we were you. walking uh, down the street. And me and Deirdre were having a, a conversation where... Uh, I was having a little bit of a rant and a rave about.
0: <laughs> you were having a event.
1: Uh, yeah, a little, a little vent, and it was about. And it was about the Olympics. It was about um, the gymnast Simone. Simone Biles. Uh,
0: the American. What woman. was it? So,
1: Simone Biles. Simone Biles.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, Simone Biles, and uh, she had to pull out of the Olympics because of the twisties. The twisties? The twisties is apparently a a thing that uh, gymnasts get where they when they're flipping, they lose focus of what part of the tumble they're in and then they can't see the floor Mm. and they don't know where to land. So it's obviously very dangerous. So she pulled out until that kind of subsided. Um, And there, there was two things I was ranting about. One was ranting about how before anyone knew what it was they, they said that she'd pulled out because of mental health issues yeah that's yeah. what I'd heard yeah yeah. but mm. immediately people started jumping on about how the Olympics is racist mm. and and sexist and all these things which might be true mm. who knows mm. Um, but they jumped on the bandwagon without even waiting to hear what actually was wrong mm. so it turns out it was a thing that all gymnasts get at some point they, they can all get it and stuff nothing to do with how she was feeling mentally because of out Word pressure. Okay. Um. So I was ranting about that, but then I was equally ranting about how some right wing politicians and stuff had been badgering her on Twitter, oh. um, saying she's a quitter and, and like Piers Morgan, the ball bag, saying like, well. um, uh, there's nothing. Sorry, but there's nothing brave about quitting. And all this stuff, like just attacking her for because making a decision about been, her health, yeah. you know? Because people would have like, been
0: saying she was brave for speaking yeah. about mental health, right? Oh, but there's nothing brave about it. And her. I was going off on these guys saying, and
1: that Piers Morgan fucking, God, he's a fucking dickhead, da 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 da. And I was effing and blinding. You know, talking about it like quite because I was getting quite, my blood was boiling. I was like, yeah. And he's a fucking, like, who the fuck does that? What a fucking cunty thing to do. It's such, it's awful <laughs> hi, Rossetti. <empty. laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> one of the
1: students, one of the wee students, Lauren, was the outside, the Indian takeaway just at the triangle. <gasps> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, so that, like, hear me say all the <laughs> bad words. Oh, oh
0: no. all The bad words. Oh,
1: it was oh so bad. Oh, my God. So bad, I mean, uh, yeah. She
0: heard
1: you. I, well, this is impossible. Not. <laughs> <laughs> she had, like up, like walking would probably walking right beside me, and I was in a a white rage. <laughs> so yeah, that that's that's yeah, uh, yeah. that was a bit of a fail.
0: Yeah, but fuck Piers Morgan anyway. <laughs> I
1: always I always nearly say Piers Brosnan, who I yeah. whom I love. He's, he's oh you do? he's great crack.
0: Piers Brosnan, the actor, James Bond. I know, I know who he is. Neither yeah, like uh, Mrs. Darkfire <laughs>
1: Yeah. Volcano. Oh, yeah. The other one, Dante's Peak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the other volcano movie. Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah.
0: But there, yeah, that's my film. Good film. Good film. <laughs> Got there in the end. All right, All right we have to go. Yes, Rue has a hot date. Well, you know what I was thinking? What are you thinking? Why do people say hot date when really if you were going on a date, like, of course it's a hot date. You're not going to go on a mild date or a cold date. You should be looking forward to every date.
1: People you're attracted to are hot.
0: Exactly. So, so it's a hot date. Well, so every date I go on is a hot date. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's
1: just a date. I'll be nice and refrain from making comments.
2: <laughs> if you can describe it as it. mild or mediocre, then it's probably not going to go beyond the first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. It's a hot date. It's a hot date. It's a hot date. Okay. All right. Okay. Enjoy, Look, Becky. It has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. That was great fun, and we'll for sure have you on again at some point.
2: Sounds good. Good to see you. Ben. Good to see channels. you, Becky. Thanks for listening, fold-
0: folks. Bye, bye, bye,
2: bye, bye,
0: bye, bye.